YouTube has really made it so easy to start a live stream using their software. It's all like free. It's really awesome. I really love it. Uh, welcome everybody. We are live. This is Monday, episode 135 with Victor from Romania. We're going to be doing a lot of talking about free flying and paramotoring. Well, anyways, this is episode 135. This is season three on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, ClearProp TV, and Paratalk.org. Before we get up with Victor, let's go ahead and say hello to everybody on the panel. First and foremost, let's talk to Paramom USA, our very own Linda Anderson, our PR girl with the pom poms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay. My, uh, my computer, I think, is delayed. Yeah, I can see the delay. It's uh, interesting. I hate that. I hate that. You can go on. You can go to somebody else real quick. I'm gonna see if I. I'll turn this video off for a minute and see if that fixes it. I'm not gonna shut down, but just. Oh, that's all right. That's right. We'll just introduce you if you want to be on the show. Get up with Linda Anderson. You can find yeah. her at ParamomUSA.com. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, and, uh, and we'll we'll chat with you later on. No big deal. Okay. We'll goodbye. <laughs> All right. We also got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. He's actually driving home from what? Uh, flying, camping? What did what did you coming home from? Actually, I just entered the great state of Ohio, known for being second in flight, and I'm on. I'm making my way to the Dave Purden's flying. Well, lucky duck. Um, yeah. Hosting a podcast about flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what, what, what time do you think you're going to be there? Uh, well, I'm uh, going to meet up with Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane. Uh, at, uh, I'm, I'm expected to be there about 38 minutes or so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, glad that you're able to, to, to hang with us for a little bit while you're driving before you get to Dave Purton's. Yeah, man. I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. All right, bud. Well, we'll come back to you in a little bit. All right. Uh, we also got uh, Sean Lee. Uh, you've been, uh, you, you were here, what, last week? I was there last week. Had a blast. That. It's like, it's like you like us or something. If you turn your phone sideways, it'll open it up just a little bit over here on the stream. There you go. It's almost like you're next to me now. <laughs> How you been doing? Have you been flying at all? I have. <clears throat> yep. Didn't fly today. It's raining. Flew yesterday. Had a really good time flying with some Louisiana boys yesterday. That's good. Well, I'm glad that you're here kicking back and uh, on the panel. So if you have any questions, just make sure you raise your hand and ask Victor some questions. 10-4. Awesome. We also got Jim from Canada. A, hey, what's up, buddy? My maple smell, my maple syrup smelling buddy. <laughs> you're on mute, by the way, in case you're trying to talk. Oh, no, not the mute thing. I'm, I'm up in the air again. So All right. Oh, so you made up in the air. Yeah. You fixed your, you fixed your piston. You fixed your piston. Yes. Yes. Broke in the motor and got up on Saturday and was paramotoring with a bunch of buddies. What's oh, your motor? Well, 185 Mossy. Absolutely. Awesome. And you are our official sponsor of the show. So tell us a little bit about your company and what you can do for people. I got a printing company, so I can help you out if you need any business forms, checks, business cards, whatever, stickers, or decals, whatever you need, I can supply you. 
I, I like decals better. I, I'm I'm so used to saying decals. I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to say decals. Decals. That sounds so American. Decals. But you got those decals for us, right? That's good. And we also got some calendars that are going over on paramotorcalendar.com, right? That's true. I think we're getting some pictures coming in for the paramotor calendar, so that's nice. And hopefully soon we'll be able to do a a contest to see which ones are going to get in the calendar. Awesome. So if you haven't gone to paramotorcalendar.com, make sure you go there, upload your favorite, your pictures that you have taken, either flying or taking pictures of other people, make sure it's yours. And uh, we're going to be doing a contest and, and the top 12 or 18, we haven't just, we haven't figured out how we're going to do it yet, will be in the next calendar. So make sure you go over to paramotorcalendar.com. Thank you so much, Jim. We appreciate you, buddy. And what is the .com to go to, or is it a .ca? Carepp.com, and that'll take you to everything. Carepp.com. If we want to see your flying shenanigans, we go to? Carepp.com. Awesome. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jim, for helping us out with all the decals, stickers, and all that fun stuff, especially the calendar coming up. But of course, it's not about you guys. It's not about me tonight. It's all about Victor from uh, Romania originally. Welcome, buddy. I'm so glad you're here. I showed you this at the very beginning of the uh, uh of the pre-podcast before we went live and if you don't know this is from romania back in what was this back in 2000 victor that uh, they, yeah. they, they, they switched, switched to plastic uh you're talking about the zeros we cut some zeros from the currency yeah that's and, what you meant yeah and and we can look through here because that was during the yeah. Uh, you know, in case they want to launder to wash the money, it's plastic. It's good for laundering, right? Yeah, absolutely. This is when we had the um, the uh, the the eclipse, so we were able to watch the eclipse through our money in Romania, which was really cool. But anyways, Victor, welcome to the show. We appreciate you being on here. Uh, for all the people that don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into paramotoring? Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, so I got into paramotoring uh, in 2019. Um, at the time, I was in Chicago doing a office job, so I was kind of stuck. Chicago is not the great greatest place for an outgoing person. Uh, there's no mountain; it's all flat. So I wanted to get into some form of flying somehow. Uh, but I didn't know at the time that uh, paramotoring is a thing until I, somebody showed me some, some images and I said, wow, this is so awesome. And of course, next thing I do, I watch all Tucker God's video. And you know, I think many of us got through the same uh, watching video, getting into it and then deciding to bite the bullet, which I did. Um, so you either have a lot of time or you have more money. It is not so often you have both. I had the money at the time, but I didn't have time because I was working in an office. So I said, okay, how much is this? And uh, of course the price didn't sound so good. I paid, I think about 13, 14 grand. 
and I got into the sport. And at, that turned out to be the best decision of my life. Absolutely. I think it's the best decision of everybody's life. You know, it's like we watched Tucker God on online. It's like, what? You can fly on, on this chair with a backpack and a fan and yeah. a sheet yeah. above you and you can fly yeah. anywhere you want to. Oh my God, I want this. That was so awesome. And uh, the, the dream came through pretty soon. Uh, little I know at the time what's going to come that in a few years, I'm going to be able to work remotely and travel USA and do this sport. So, um, yeah, when the pandemic started, the company I worked for sent us to work remotely, work from home, right? And I said, define home. What is home? There's no such thing. Um, you don't have to be in a certain place. Um, luckily, my wife is also on the adventurous side, so we decided that we're going to try it out, just buy an RV and move. And it's been, I think, two years already uh, since we're strictly in the RV. That's our home, and we're just traveling U.S. And we do paramotoring and... Uh, since last year, I started, uh, we, we, we both went to free flight school in Utah, uh, point of the mountain with cloud nine. And we did, uh, both of us, we got in the air without the motor. So we now do both. She flies motor a little bit. It's, it's heavy for her. The, the motor is a little bit heavy for my wife. Uh, she flies at the seaside. She's all right there, but not at higher altitude. It's harder to start. But free flight, we do both. So now we just travel, pick flyable spots, scenic flights, and we just go there. That's cool. I see a paramotor behind you. What is that? Is that your is that your yeah. your That's main? Adam eighty. So it's an Adam eighty. Yeah, yeah. What? It's it's here with us. What what frame is that? It's a Parajet uh, Maverick. I love this frame. It's it's forgiving. If you if you smash it a little bit, you can bend it back. You don't need to to stop for a mechanic or anything. You just you just go. It's very forgiving and light and strong. Well, that's good. Um, so so you so your wife flies with you not only does she fly a motor but she also free flies with you now yeah um that is really fantastic having your significant other want to do what you do especially in an adventure like this i guess we could ask everybody that's out there do you have a spouse or a significant other that um motors and free flies with you let me know in the super chat i think sean lee has a question what's up bud Hey, I do. I was going to, uh, wanted to ask him, are there other people that you know who travel like you do that you see at certain places or possibly you travel and together, not like in the same vehicle, but maybe, uh, sometimes you'll be at the same places at the same time. Do you have buddies like that? Um, not really, but you know, the world is a small place with this internet, all the connectivity. So there, there's often cases where I meet people that I know from online and we just go um, fly together because we know from the virtual world. I met people 
I hardly knew about, just uh, watched some of their videos. I met um, Reese from uh, Aviator Paramotor. I met Judson Graham, which uh, he made a video with me flying through Corona Arch. <laughs> that was an interesting oh, encounter. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I was, uh. I was there pre uh, preparing for that uh, flight. And uh, he found out about uh, my plan there. And he just showed up. He said, oh, let's fly together. I'm going to film you doing this. And then he made a video about this. And then I travel. Uh, and then people know me, know about me. Ah, aren't you the guy in Judson video? Yes, of course. You know. <laughs> now that you say that, I remember seeing you on there. I did see that video. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is really awesome. Now, in the pre-show, you said that you only broke one prop in your entire career of paramotoring. Where that, did that happen? That's correct. Um, I was, I think it was two years before, last year, last year, it was last year. I was attempting to fly, for my first attempt to fly through Corona Arch. And I flew one day, it was a bit turbulent. I was, the flight was all right, but uh, it was too uh, rowdy. The air was not calm enough to go through the arch. Next day, it was calm, zero wind. And unfortunately, uh, I was running too fast for my knees, apparently, um, and uh, stumbled and fell into the prop. Nothing else, no other lost, uh, just the prop got bust. And I had to wait two weeks to get a new one. Oh, no. How, how did you break the prop? I mean, what did it hit that broke it? Um, so my knee, uh, I, I stumbled because my knee couldn't hold me at that speed. I was running too fast for my knee, apparently. And I um, felt on my back, straight into the prop. On the oh, back. okay. Okay. So you kind of like turtled into it? Yeah, it, it was. Oh. I was full throttle at the time. That was my mistake. Oh, no. Because I, I was trying to run faster. I didn't have lift at higher altitude. You know, it's much harder to, to start and I needed more speed. And I said, no, my knees will be okay. I can push it. And I added too much throttle and I just, I couldn't hold it. So I felt lesson learned. Absolutely. Glad it was just a prop and glad that you're able to do all that flying and stuff before you broke the prop and yeah. made it on Judson video and had a good time. That is really awesome. I'm so happy that you did that. Now, yeah. Also, too, on our pre-show, you said that you have four wings that you choose from. Because I asked you, what is your go-to wing? And you said, I don't have a go-to wing. I, you need a wing for different things that you do. I mean, I understand. I got a bunch of different wings, too. But I didn't realize that, you know, there's more people like me that have multiple wings for oh. multiple you know, Purposes. flying, you know, flying uh, uh, places. So tell us a little bit about your four wings and where would you fly those different wings? So first of all, I started with um, uh, ENB free flight motor version, BGD Echo. It's a lightweight. That was the slow wing that was helping me to spin up to do my first step. It was perfect. It turned out to be too slow. 
So then I bought a Luna 2, BGD Luna 2, which is fast and nice, but it's full weight. It's, uh, it's a little bit harder to inflate, especially at higher altitude, you have to run a lot, uh, was not the best. Then we started free flight. So my echo, my free flight goes to my wife. She needs a wing. So I said, you get this one and I'm going to get a new one. <laughs> That's how it works in our family. So I got a Geo, a low B for free flight. And then I wanted to upgrade again my paramotor wing and I got a Sirocco 3, Ozone Sirocco 3. So now when I want to fly in higher altitude where it's harder for me to take off, air is not so dense, might be no wind. I would go for the free, free flight wing. I would fly the, the Geo, Ozone Geo. That, that, that is so easy to, to take off. But when conditions are good, either I, have, either I have some wind or it's low altitude at the beach, uh, the Sirocco works great. I mean, it's so far it's my favorite wing to fly with, but in some conditions, I won't be able to start that. Gotcha. That's really interesting. Um, you guys in Super Chat, how many wings do you have? And uh, do you have more than one major wing? And if you do, what do you fly your wings on? Um, Jim, any questions in the Super Chat? There aren't any questions in the Super Chat yet. Oh, I saw one. Let me go back real quick. Something about, uh, let me go back. Um, um oh so john allen martin says how does he fit that fabulous hair into a paramotor helmet so apparently, yeah. apparently you got some uh some fans of that awesome hair yeah it's um it's my wife's uh choice actually i used to have short hair and we wanted to experiment it was fine and i remember one day i got back home uh with a haircut I had it all. And she almost cried. She said, never again. Don't cut your hair ever again. So I never did since that was a long time ago. I understand. I tell my wife all the time, don't cut the hair. I don't care how long it gets. The longer, the better. It's, it's perfectly fine. So <laughs> I understand. Uh, it's always good to have long hair. I like the long hair, too. I kind of let my hair kind of awesome. get kind of long. But, you know, I got to keep it underneath here so it stays straight i'm i'm not like you with that I can just go poof and it looks awesome mine goes poof and it's like oh put a head on that's me every day yeah. i just go poof and there it is you got the poof too don't you linda i do it's all natural yeah. all natural poof awesome. will you got any natural poof <laughs> i don't think will has natural poof <laughs> i wake up with <laughs> Jim doesn't have any natural poof. Sean Lee doesn't have any natural poof. Oh, the wow. only downside. Oh, well. Me and Victor, then we win. Yep, you, you guys but, win. I'm, sorry, guys. Yeah, I, I don't think I won with my natural poof. The only downside <laughs> is not low maintenance. There's a lot going on with making it look like at least decent. <laughs> you mean, are you trying to say you're high maintenance? <laughs> you would know about the hair. It's not easy to make it look right. Right. That's true. Like, That's true. You're not your wife. He's like, you're not leaving the house yet. I have to fix your hair. <laughs> yeah. I oh my. It. I knew you're, it. You're exactly her right now. I love her already. <laughs> That's awesome. 
That is awesome. <laughs> All right. I wish my wife would do that. What's that? And I just walk out the door. It doesn't matter how my hair looks. Your wife is like, <laughs> just go out the door. You're fine. Yeah, you betcha. No, okay. I, don't, I don't think she sees. <laughs> no, she's like, go out the door, baby. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's not looking at my head. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. that's my boy right there. Um, looks like we got Joshua Marsh in the house. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Hi, Josh. Good to see you. Sorry, I'm late. I kind of passed out earlier. Hey, <laughs> passing out is great. Victor, what's this? Let's take a look at Victor real quick. Show us, show us again. That's cool. Yeah, because, you know, people want to know, how do you get this marvelous hair into a helmet? It looks like you uh, just put a helmet on, and it just looks amazing so if you're listening to this victor put on a helmet with his awesome hair and it looked amazing didn't it i feel like flying <laughs> already i have the motor in my back yeah the helmet on i'm flying ready to fly now do you have a right or left-handed throttle and what kind of throttle do you have um i forgot Left hand. Left hand. Any any special throttle or just the one that came no, with the F80? No, it's actually it's right handed. Yeah, I have the um, what's the name? Uh the one with cruise control on one click. I changed off grid. Off grid, yeah, off grid aviation. Yeah, that's that, that's an awesome invention. That that, that thing. I love it. Yeah, I had a question for uh for Victor. Yeah. <laughs> That uh, the Parajet Maverick you got behind you there, it's got the Adam 80. Is that a 130 prop or a 125 prop? I think it's a 125. Okay, uh, I was just curious about that. And the other thing, um, the other thing I was wondering is, you have you ever flown any other motor like the Moster or anything yeah, more powerful? I, I would love to to fly the Moster, but it's too heavy for, for my skinny body. Too but heavy? it's awesome. I mean, I loved it. I I was in a uh, windy day, so it was really easy to start. I didn't have to run, but the monster. Yeah. I mean, it felt to me like I don't even need a wing. That motor itself would. Be <laughs> yeah. I was vertically climbing vertically, like like a rocket. Yeah. Definitely more power, no doubt. But it uses, you know, I mean, you pay the price. It uses more uh, more fuel. And that and goes your, and that, that again goes on your back, its weight. Yep. No doubt. Well the, the Maverick, that's what I started with. It's a great frame. Yeah. Yeah. That was what when I uh, choose the school, I said, whatever you sell, you sell that to me because I want maintenance. I want people that know about the motor, everything. So I, if they sell if they sold something else, I would have chose whatever they sell. Luckily, they, they sell something that is pretty decent. I got to learn in the years after that, that company is pretty good. But I didn't know at the time. I just took my chance. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? That some, people, some people take issue with, uh, you know, a school talent selling a particular brand or whatever. But I don't because apparently they believe in it and they know about it. And uh, so... Um, I'm perfectly okay with that. And and really, it's hard not to get 
a good frame these days, you know, or a motor for that matter. There are ex exceptions, but yeah. there are ex exceptions. Um, you know, I visited those guys. It's Midwest Parajet in Illinois. I just visited them to see how the school, how the people are, what's the feeling, what's the vibe. That, that's the most important to me. What's the vibe there? And then everything just clicked in. I said, these are the right people. These are the people that would trust my life into their hands because you, you do that when you learn to fly. Yeah, you do. You're exactly right. Well, right on, man. That's a good motor. It's a good frame. Even Sean, you even fly an Atom 80, don't you? Yeah, um, I've I've tried. Yeah, I've flown the uh, our school's Adam 80 a couple of times. Um, it takes a long time for my big grandpa butt to get up in the air with the Adam 80. Um, we also got an HE 125. I haven't flown that one yet, but I would like to. We got the uh, Moster 185 and the Blackhawk 220. I do like the extra power with the 220, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get a a, a motor with a uh, more thrust. I really seem to like it, even though it's heavier on my back. I'm I'm okay with it. Um, for for the Adam 80, I was a little bit. Um, I flew over Na over Zion National Park, and uh, that's the elevation of the highest peaks is highest peaks is already a lot, and then you have to fly quite a bit above that to be. I mean, they will. Uh, complain if you fly too low over national parks so i i wanted to get to 9000 feet with the atom 80 so i was a bit concerned is it going to run correctly is is it tuned correctly my carb for this altitude and everything it was like a breeze it was rocking at 9000 feet no problem climbing like a rock star so that's really awesome. I my my uh, climb out on Adam 80 is so slow that I had to go the entire runway to finally make it <laughs> at the end of the runway just to make it over the trees. It was a long runway too. So a five thousand foot runway. <laughs> yeah, it was a long way, and I could not climb on that thing. So yeah, yeah, not not that fun. I think we got some questions in the super chat, Jim. What do we got? Well, uh, Harry Smith 101 wants to know how he's going to be able to make it to uh, fly-ins and keep alive if nobody gets their hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody, I think it was, uh, <clears throat> and then uh, he, Bill H. was wondering, do you have any social medias like uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok? I do. Any accounts that you can share with individuals or us? Um, yeah, I think the, the, they should be in the description of the YouTube podcast. Is, is that right, Sean? I did not see your social media. Oh, right. Uh, maybe we can add it later. Oh, I can add it now while you guys are doing that. Is it on the um, is it on our chat? I didn't see it. No, let me... Okay. Let me some really cool videos. Really like watching your videos. Yeah. Well, it's it's no problem as far as the uh, the uh, social media. We'll go ahead and um, add that later on. Just 
just add that all to the uh, the guest chat and I'll add it to the description uh, when I see it. Thanks. No problem. So somebody has already suggested for Harrismith that he just needs to go to all the fly-ins and he can be the local barber for the fly-ins. So. Do you go to fly-ins? Have you been to any of the fly-ins? Uh, fly um, no, but I'm... I'm... Um, I'm actually pla planning to to join the um, Wingman Adventure, uh, Wingman Challenge Adventure this year. It's organized by Scout Paramotors. Uh, this challenge, we're gonna fly 1,100 uh, miles. That's a, wow. two weeks, and it's just partly supported. So you're gonna be every two or three days on your own. It's not really Icarus Trophy, but it's close. <laughs> and uh, I actually subscribe for that. I'm, I'm still nervous about that. It's probably above my level, but I, I'll try it. Maybe so, I can do that. So you want to do the Icarus race? Um, maybe next year. Yeah, me too. We'll do the Icarus race next year. That sounds good. So where does the Wingman Challenge go from and to? It starts from Lake Tahoe, and it does a loop all around pretty much all Colorado Plateau. So it's over Zion, over Bryce, uh, uh, Grand Canyon, and Moab, back to Moab. Grand Canyon, man, that would be awesome. All yeah. that Colorado Plateau, everything there is so awesome. It's like crazy good for flying. If the weather will be on our side, we'll see. When are they doing that? It starts September 15, something like that. And what is it called? Wingman what? Wingman Challenge 2022. All right. I'll have to look that up and take a look. I'll definitely do. What? What's that? There was a question too. How long do you usually keep your wings? And it was actually the question Tommy Sutherland asked, and he was asking everybody. But um, how, Victor, how long do you usually keep your wings? I don't think I'm the right person for this question because my wings are less than half their lifespan. So I, I intend to keep them uh, until they are not flyable. I don't want to sell. I hear you. And what do you what do you do with the wing once it's not flyable? Throw it away. What? How about you donate it to a school for uh, kiting? For kiting, it's, I think it's a waste. You should fly the wing you fly. You should kite the wing you fly. And you nothing should. Else. You should. That, that, that's my take on it. I mean, there's different opinions, but um, I was. Kiting that echo, BGD echo that I started with, and it's a little bit different than any other wing I, I tried. So kiting that particular wing helped me be confident that I can take off with that wing, yeah. not put it in the motor, you know. Yeah, you don't want to chop up a wing in a motor. That's that's for sure. <laughs> 
That is for sure. Um, did we get through all the questions, uh, Mr. Jim? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, that's a good question about is how long do you guys keep your wings? Um, let's go ahead and go through the uh, chat real quick and let's ask you guys, uh, Jim, real quick, how long will you keep your wing since this is your first wing? I cannot say for sure yet. I, I am looking for another wing, but I, it's just going to be a secondary wing or it's going to be my primary wing and I'll keep this one. This one I'll send off and get it checked over and who knows how long I'll keep it. So you're just planning on keeping it as long as possible. You don't have any any um, desire to sell it anytime soon, right? That's exactly right. Well, I, you kind of need a second wing. And a third and a fourth, right, Victor? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm um, actually trying to sell my BGD Luna too. Are you? It's a duplicate with the Sirocco 3. All I right. wanted a lightweight, and that actually doesn't have any place. Well, if you're interested in selling your wing, go ahead and tell us about it and how much you want to sell it for. Maybe somebody will want to buy it before the end of the show. <laughs> Can be. Um, it's a BGD Luna 2S size, 20 meters. And it has less than 10 hours on it. I didn't fly much. It's a good wing. Yeah. It's pretty good. Especially if you're at a low altitude and you don't care about lightweight wings. That's a very good wing. Awesome. Um, there's a button that that raises your hand. That's what I meant, Sean Lee. Um, but I can actually see you like this, so that works out great. Sean Lee, what, what you got, bud? <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all good. I don't see that button anywhere. But anyway, so I was curious about your Sirocco 3. What size is it? I didn't hear. Oh, it's a 20, 20 meters. 20. Okay, thank you. I am uh, 135 pounds. So I'm very oh, light. wow. I'm very light. I'm 170 and I fly a uh, one, I mean a 22 Sirocco. Yeah, so that's that's the correct size, I, I think, for you. Unless you want to be fast. Yeah, I'm too old to be fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like very very small fast wings either. I think I'm going to stick with my 28 meters. I don't know if I'm ever going to drop down lower or not, but who knows? I might. Um, have you ever flown like a, a, like a 125, Victor? I know that you fly the Atom 80. Uh, one of our students is 135 pounds, and he got himself an HE 125, um, I think, on the Rebel frame. And uh, it gives him all the power that he needs uh, and then some. Uh, so have you flown anything other than the um, than the 80? I know that you said he flew a Moster 185, but it's too heavy. Were you able to fly like a 125 or anything like that? No, I only tried the Moster. But the Moster uh, in weight is not much heavier than the Atom. So, I, I mean, many people ask, why why isn't that Vitorazi make an, uh, something in between? the Atom 80 and the Monster 185. But if you look at the weight, it doesn't make sense because the, the weight difference is pretty small. And for the benefit you get for with the um, 185, with the Monster 185, it's not worth it to, to make a model in between. Um, I might, if I continue or if I exercise a bit more, I could probably be able to start flying a Monster. 
but currently I'm fine and I've flown in difficult for my weight the automated seems okay yeah I think the automated is very very comfortable I mean you can just keep that on your back all day long and not even know it's there it's pretty pretty <laughs> awesome um I like it a lot uh Jim any other questions in the super chat bud yeah Lysomper was asking what your most memorable flight was Victor Oh, good question. I think it was a flight I had at uh, Fisher Towers near Moab in the Colorado Canyon. Um, that's because it was just looking so good. And also I flew two days there. Um, and the first day I started in the evening, uh, more than two hours before sunset so it was still a little bit thermally so i got reach soaring and thermaling with a motor and that was so awesome i came back with a thankful that was so awesome just reach soil a huge canyon wall and then play around the fisher towers and it was awesome everything was flowing it was i think it was a, a glass of it felt it felt like a glass of if you're into free flight at the end of the day sometimes you you get this huge wave of uh, uh, warm air going up the mountain and everywhere you go it's lift wow and the colors of the sunset and the canyon do you do you have a preference as to morning flights or evening flights? Oh, definitely evening. I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person, but I do occasionally wake up five o'clock, four o'clock to get to some place and do that crazy fly that you cannot do otherwise. Do you, have you had any scary moments lately or learning experiences? <laughs> Um, yeah, but not with paramotors. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling the story. I got into canyoning and uh, one of uh, our rope got stuck and I had to climb 30 meters, 90 feet on a rope. That was scary. And I can tell you, I didn't, I never had a scarier moment with any type of flying, neither motor or free flight. I feel pretty confident. I do have butterflies before flying, especially when I fly in new, interesting places. Uh, I'm a little bit shaky before, but once in the air, everything is right. I, I feel right. Awesome. I think I, I think I'm the same way. It's like once I'm in the air, it's like I, I nothing bothers me. Matter of fact, it is. The most relaxing thing if you're able to fly if you guys are are pilots and you fly a paramotor or free fly man i tell you what once you get up in the air it there, nothing is wrong there's just absolutely nothing wrong with life when you are flying uh, free flying or um motoring uh, am i right or am i right you're right you're right i'm glad i got up in the air that day and now I can relate to what, what you all talk about once you get in the air. Like before I first stand him, I was like kind of, ooh, you know, you get all nervous. And then once I was up in the air, it was all good. And then I didn't want to come back down. No, I'm not. Are you ready to go down yet? Eric, be like, you ready to go down? Nope. 
I think uh, flying is kind of like eating chocolate. You know, it's, it's hard to be unhappy or mad when you're eating chocolate or flying. <laughs> that is true. One way to look at it. <laughs> that is true. Um, so chocolate, well, make a paramotor out of chocolate. There you go. <laughs> or bacon. Or bacon. Same thing. Same or bacon. <laughs> I like the bacon better. So let's let's make Me a too. bacon. Let's make bacon. A... <laughs> What do you do, a, Sean? You take up you take up a little can of bacon bits up with you when you go. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I'm going to three D three D print a paramotor out of bacon and uh, <laughs> and chocolate <laughs> and cheese oh, <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> Man, yeah, hey, Sean. Yeah. Hey, you know, I was thinking about this flying um, a few days ago. It's like. The only time that I feel 100% right is when I'm flying. Yes. And I don't know if it's if it's healthy or right to say that, but dang it, it's the truth. Well, I tell you what, when I'm flying, I definitely don't need any uh, antidepressants or anything to right. any, any happy pills or or anything. I mean, I don't need I don't even need caffeine. I just get up in the air and I'm like, everything is perfect. I don't need nothing. This is all I need right here. You know, we else have the have the idea that like when you feel like like each day there's just a need to fly and it you hasn't fly need. for 10 minutes. But after it, 10 minutes, like, oh, I got my fix. Yeah, it has a name. Is that just me? Or is that no, it, it actually has a name. If you don't fly, if you don't fly for it? too long, it's earth sick. It's what? Oh. Earth sick. <laughs> earth sick. That's right. Get sick of the earth, oh sick of God. standing, sick of gravity. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I had a question about your moss, your Atom 80. Have you had any issues with it? The motor yeah. itself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've, I, I was in Texas for quite a while and it's a lot of sand and the wind brings the sand into everything. So I, I, I think that I got too much junk in the carb. So I, I clean it regularly, but after a while I got, I got uh, tired of uh, keep uh, opening it. So I upgraded because I, I knew there's an upgrade kit to install. I think it's the same carburetor that the Monster 185 uses. And I bought the upgrade kit and I did it myself. Since then, it's been working pretty good, very reliable. But before that, it wasn't reliable. And I still don't know it, if it was me and the sand in Texas or it was the carb. Some people complain that uh, that carb was unstable by design. I don't know. Um, there, there has been rumors that it, it uh, suffers from uh, carb icing at higher altitude or in uh, moisture air. I couldn't tell. I just know it wasn't really consistent. But after the upgrade, it was good. Actually, it was actually Judson uh, Graham, uh, Judson that told me to buy the upgrade kit and I looked it up and it's been better. Oh, that's good. Any other issues with it? No, no. It's, How many it's hours do you have on your motor now? Oh, uh, this one has about 50 hours. That's good. That's good. 
Fly Swamper was also wondering, have you tried a trike at all? No, only as a passenger. I don't mm -hmm. like trikes. No. And do you uh, do you fly with a flotation device? Oh yeah, when I'm when I plan to be on the water, I I rather stay safe. Yes, and I install them. Okay, well, that was another question of his. He was wondering if you use them even in the desert. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, once again, if I use? If you use the flotation devices even in the desert. Yeah, that can... answers the question, no. <laughs> I, I like I like lightweight, so I leave everything. I actually flew without a, a reserve quite a bit. Uh, when, I, when I was flying the beach in Texas, Always to an altitude that wouldn't, uh, where a, a reserve wouldn't help anyway, because I was low to the ground every time. It makes no sense to go high on a beach, right? If all the fun is at the beach, low. So then the reserve wouldn't help much. So I didn't have a, a reserve at the time. Then when I started flying high, I, I bought and installed a reserve. And what kind of reserve do you have? Just a regular round or square, or do yeah, you have a round, round? Round, nothing special. Okay, well, that's good. So you have one for free flight, and you have one for your paramotor, or do you have a lap one that you can go from wherever you want to? And 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 no, each set up with its own reserve. Interesting. They're actually different weights. The okay. it's too too different to use the same. Okay, pretty interesting. All right. Um, any questions for Victor from the panel? The, the Fly Swamper asked another question. He was wondering which beach you were flying in Texas. It was the Mustang Beach on North Padre Island, right. close to Corpus Christi. Sounds good. It's where Del Shanse does his uh, school. He's, uh, he's from utah but he uh, organizes these um, classes on the beach there i didn't know about him before that but i just met the guy and i looked him up on the internet and i was like oh my god so uh but i met the guy it was okay i mean it was fun i had a lot of fun with people in his school that's his winter location isn't it yes yes so before the show, we talked about all the places that you have flown, and you said he flew in about 20 states and all over the world except for Australia and New Zealand. Uh, that's a lot of places no, to fly. Yeah. Correction, I didn't fly in so, that many places. I used to travel the world uh, for kiteboarding mainly, but I didn't fly in that many places. I did fly, though, a lot in U.S. in many different places. Because I'm living in an RV, uh, I can travel and uh, wherever I find a nice place, I just bring up my motor and fly, check the everything, the airspace and the conditions and everything. I got to learn how to pick the good spots, how to do the right assessment. I'm pretty independent. I got to fly in Europe though, but pre-flight because it was harder for me to get my motor with me there. Yeah, did you say yeah. earlier that it was, that you'd flown on all the continents except for Australia? No, I traveled. Oh, I traveled. Okay. all right. 
Because the question, where did you travel? The, the question was. Okay. Cool. Interesting. So um, you do a lot of flying. You do a lot of paramotor, a lot of uh, paragliding. And you said you like them both equally. Yeah. Um, where where do you like to free flight the most? I mean, is there a certain place that you like to free fly or is it just anywhere that you get the chance? Anywhere. And I like diversity. I like high mountains. Higher The, the higher, the better. But uh, anything would do. I mean, coastal conditions with uh, steady airflow, it's less turbulent, it's fun, mellow. Then if you go inland in higher mountain, the thermals are stronger sometimes. It's more rush. It's interesting. So every place with its own. Absolutely. Uh, the apps that you use to fly and check weather and TFRs and stuff, could you go over real quick the different apps and, and how do you check for wind and weather? Yeah, uh, you know what? Um, I couldn't claim I'm, I'm a good guide in that. I mainly use the basics, windy, the local forecasts, whatever. But you know what I do? I talk to the local. When I go to one place, most of the times I would know who to ask. And then I would ask, what do you guys locally here check? And they're going to give me either an airport or something to check that they, they in time discover that the forecast makes sense. I, I have much more trust in people and local communities than what I can discover. Sometimes you're alone and you have to do it yourself. And then I use Windy. Gotcha. What's up, guys? Yeah, I found that too. Like you go to a different location and all of a sudden the Windy app, the the formula that you're looking at, it doesn't quite work. It, yeah. You have to switch to a different one. And and you just don't know what the best one is for that location. Then you have con conflicting information. Yeah. You get puzzled. yeah. I got that like two days ago with free flight. I was there was a mountain flyable free flight mountain very close to us. It's called Sage Mountain. I'm I'm in Santa Barbara, California right now. And uh, I looked at Windy and it said north and north was definitely not flyable on that mountain. And I said, let's go anyway. And we went there and there were people flying <laughs> because the forecast on Windy was completely wrong. And they and they asked and that's what they do. They they look at the airport, nearby airport forecast and that's reliable. It's different in every spot. That's true. That's true. Oh, Sean uh, learned the, the hand raise. Good deal. Um, <laughs> what you got, Sean? Hey, uh, well, I was just going to uh, um, say that I kind of run into the same thing with the, the apps on the, the wind. It sucks, especially flying the coast. It just seems to be a lot of times, a lot of times the opposite of what it says. But actually what I raised my hand for was what uh, free flight harness are you flying with? I have uh, an ozone, what's the name? Give me a second, I'm gonna come back with the name. 
is, is stew it a, is on it, it. Is it an oxygen? Um, oxygen, ozone, no, no. no. It's, um... Oh, it's an ozone? I don't know what that is. What did you say your free, free flight wing was? Uh, the free flight is an ozone geo. Geo five? Six. Six. Solos. It's ozone solos. Oh, okay. Okay. They also have a lightweight version of this, but I didn't opt for the lightweight. It's too... Um, I wanted something stronger because I'm a beginner also, so I might scratch it and I, I need something sturdy. Good choice. Because I, I did scratch it quite a bit. On that note, what's the scariest situation that you've ever gotten into flying? Flying. Um, like I said, uh, I had this question before, scariest. I, I, I don't really feel scared in the air. I feel scared more before I start flying, maybe. But sometimes I, I find myself in situation, situations I don't like when I fly with other people and they don't know the rules or they just decide to push it to get too close to especially in rich soaring uh, hills when there's a lot of people and not so much space and they, they would have to like know the priority rules and some people either don't know them or ignore them or they think they can go through. And I had tip touches and stuff. <laughs> that would be scary. Yeah. So somebody tried to do tip touching without your permission, just came up and just wanted to touch a tip? No, involuntary. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes you have like 50 paragliders in like, I don't know, 100 meters. Has, uh, that, that, I've never heard that before, but uh, I guess I can ask everybody uh, on the panel, has anybody ever touched your tip? when flying and you didn't realize they were going to do that and people in the super chat has anybody touched your tip when you were not expecting it yeah the first, i mean the flying very first, the very first fly in i went to uh man i was just flying along and this guy came up behind me and i looked at him and he was like man he just like ran right into my tip and i thought wow that's kind of crazy right i did something stupid once I was actually I was showing off. It was uh, just once. Uh, <laughs> showing was, off never leads to anything stupid ever. What are you talking about? Absolutely, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no way. So what happened? I was uh, foot dragging close to where the other guys were camped, and there was a uh, a big tree in my path. I knew about it, but I misjudged the, the, the distance. And I touched the, the tree with the tip of the wing. It could have hanged and I would have been in trouble. It didn't, I was lucky. <laughs> oh, wow. wow, yeah, that <laughs> is really lucky. That could have, that could have been so bad. Oh yeah, wow. that was my worst, my stupidest thing ever. Well, I, I think that, you know, when one starts to show off, one 
doesn't really look at all the different situations that the person could get into and you end up, you know, possibly hurting yourself. Um, I think that a lot of people when flying or when watching on the ground, looking up, if this is the first time ever seeing a paramotor, you just flying over straight is more than enough wow for anybody. Uh, <laughs> You know, what, what, kind, what kind of showing off were you doing? Were you trying to do some wing overs or some spiral? No, I'm, I'm not the type. I don't do acro. I was just doing a foot drag. I got too close to a tree. Gotcha. I, I, I foot dragged a, uh, a gravel road one time. Once. Ask me, I... about, ask me about the prop and ask me about the damage done from rocks kicking up. Oh, no. Yeah, it was all one time. That's it. Exactly That's it. About. No, I, I do food drag beaches, water a little bit, but I learned that uh, the damage to the prop is pretty intense. So you need to keep it low. Just yeah, once yeah. in a while. Yeah, even sand. Even sand. Yeah, can no, sand is very abrasive for the prop. Absolutely. I like to just fly low. It's just as good. Just fly right there. I'm with you. I definitely dig flying low. Everybody else likes to fly low too, or or are you guys up high and, and long distance? Hey, well, I just want to throw this out there. You know, some about showing off. So foot dragging, you know, some of the best practice I think you can get is foot dragging. Yeah. But then when you do foot drag and especially like or like turning or doing things while you foot drag, and then if you're someplace, everybody says, oh, well, you know, you're showing off. But I mean, how else can you get better unless you actually do the things that you're not good at yet and practice them, you know, like the foot dragging, running into a tree or bumping a tree. I mean, you know, it's just kind of a way to get better. But so where's the line, but, you know, between showing off and working on your skills? That's sure. a very good question. It's a philosophical question. How do you push your boundaries if you don't push it? And then yeah. what's the limit? Sky is the limit. <laughs> <laughs> I think showing off is when you're doing something that you're not familiar with in front of other people. But enhancing your skills, like doing foot drags if you're by yourself, and there are a lot of sod farms in America, if you're able to get up with a, a farmer, a sod farmer, and say, hey, I want to, you know, come out here and fly, nine times out of ten, they'll say, sure, no problem. I have hundreds of hours at a sod farm foot dragging. Just, um, just, just don't let on, just don't land on my, on my cow. Please. Don't land on the cow? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to land on the cow. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. No, definitely not. But don't um, even fly close to them. No, stay away from <laughs> farm animals. Apparently, uh, yeah. if you uh, scare farm animals and they hurt themselves by going through a fence or they get out or just trample over each other, uh, that's a felony. And yep. um, that would really suck to have a felony on your record because you scared a cow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I scared the hamburger. Right now it's at McDonald's, but before <laughs> when I was alive, I scared him and I got a felony. So be really careful when you are um, foot dragging cows. 
All right, uh, we're coming up on eight o'clock here, just a couple minutes. I cannot believe that we talked for an hour already. Uh, it's been absolutely amazing uh, chatting with you. You have so many different stories and sounds like you are really fun to hang around with and, and go fly, whether it's uh, PG or PPG. It sounds really awesome. I also put your YouTube channel link in the super chat and I also put the, um, what was it, the wingman? flying challenge i put that i put that in the the in the super chat also i haven't put in the description down below yet but i will do that um so you instagram also and yeah mostly facebook i do post on instagram but not not a big fan of that so i'm also on facebook with the same okay. name victor drumba so you mostly facebook yeah uh, but you do post to Instagram every once in a while. Yeah. And, and to TikTok every once in a while? Or are you a TikTok, no, TikTok no, fan? No, no, no Chinese for me, please. Gotcha. The only fan I like is the one on my back. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I am a big fan and it sits right behind me. I am a big fan, but not so much of uh, social media or anything. I put my, um, my Facebook on the chat here on Zoom. Okay, so let me go ahead and just add that to the uh, the link here in Thank the you. chat. Um, so, so uh, have we covered everything? Is there anything that uh, we haven't covered yet? Anybody have any questions for Victor on the panel or anything else in the super chat? Anybody? Hey, Victor, do you know where your next stop is? Uh, right now, I'm, my focus in the, is uh, for the Wingman Challenge, and uh, I'm looking forward to get to Lake Tahoe. That's where the challenge starts. Uh, there's actually good uh, free flight in the area. So I, hopefully I'll get to motor and free flight before the competition there, Lake Tahoe. So when will you be leaving for Tahoe? It's uh, the com competition, the challenge starts 18th September. So um, there's, it's getting close, but not that close. Still got time. But it's a lot of uh, preparing. It's a lot. I still need to add all my dots on the map and think about my, because it's not, uh, they, the challenge doesn't impose a certain route. You, you have to pick your own. You only have like every two and three days we meet together in defined spot. But other than that, you're free to choose your own route. Mm. And there's a lot of preparation. Preparation. So, will you stay in an RV park, or do you usually stay in RV parks, or do you dry camp, or how do you do it? Both. I have solar. I have uh, satellite internet with Starlink. Thank you, Elon Musk. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So actually, that internet, satellite internet, was my ticket to freedom. I was doing Airbnb and just a little bit of this and that, not traveling that much because you don't get internet, good internet. Because I work, I need strong, good internet. But since I got the Starlink, I can boondock, I can go everywhere in the wilderness. I'm a 
like for one, even two weeks on the solar with the, the tanks on the RV. Yeah. Perfect. So is it too crazy to ask what you do for a living? Software development. I'm a software architect. Ah, cool. Any particular uh, uh, area? Um, I do software. I do enterprise software for license management. Gotcha. Well, a good thing to be in. The software is always changing, so yeah. you have to be on your on your game all the time, right? Because you know, yeah. you never know from day to day, right? You know. Oh, that's so true. You, you learn continuously. Yeah. Are well, you... See, now I know if I have any issues, I just I'll just message you, Victor. Victor, how do I get back on my computer? It's a hundred reboot. Reboot. That's why I'm in black and white here. Don't do it, Victor. Don't do it. <laughs> reboot, reboot, reboot. <laughs> yeah. These days, these days everything is so highly specialized. So you get to learn your little thing and be good at that. So are you planning on hitting any fly-ins in the future? Oh, I hope. I sure hope. Uh, but uh, I'm starting with this one, the Wingman Challenge. That's going to be my first, like, group adventure. So over, you said over two, two to three days, then you meet up every two to three days. Yeah. Do you have somebody with you, traveling with you, or are you by yourself? Uh, it's going to be my wife. She she will not be flying, so she's going to follow. So it is somewhat assisted, so that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So but do I'm, you have a car in tow? I'm sorry? Do you have a car in tow? Yeah, with car in tow, yes. That, I, cool. To me, that's the best combination, because otherwise you will have to go to the supermarket with the, your big rig, Right. And I do yeah, need right. a bigger thing because I, I do permanently live in this and I need some kind of office space. I need a little bit of space and it's two of us. So I want to, it's a 26 feet uh, travel trailer and it turned out to be pretty good size for us. That's a pretty big trailer. I yeah, mean, that, some, that's, that's a big, you know, that's a big living area. It's comfortable. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, about 8.04. Um, any other questions in the super chat? Jim, did you want to uh, say hi to everybody in the super chat? Sure, there was a bunch of people here today. Yeah, there There's was. Mar Marshall Smithson, I just showed up, and John Wayne, and Gary Simmons, and Bill H., and Travis DuPont. And I want to just thank everybody for all the questions that they have put out there. I know I didn't say everybody's name, especially use Fly Swamper. I don't know how many times I can say Fly Swamper, Fly Swamper, Fly Swamper. But I asked a whole bunch of his questions. Uh, they weren't all mine. <laughs> Fly Swamper has a lot of, definitely has a lot. He's yeah, they were, really and they're good. great questions too. Yeah, that's for sure. And, Flying Flamingo is in, and Dewees, and Charlie Walsh, and Copay J. Hey, my girl. Hi, Charlie. And even Brian Waller. 
Brian hey Bale Waller. Not the oh hey my bail. God. And <laughs> the blast David. from the past. <laughs> and David Wolf and John Allen Martin and Wade Collins. And <laughs> then we even had a couple barbers in the house. So. That's cool. I need my haircut. <laughs> and Sharky in the sky and Jeremy. I think I got a bunch of people there. Oh, I hey. hope I didn't miss anybody. Oh, and Para Ninja. I don't think I said his name. Thanks, Chatters. Love you bunches. We Are we going to do the thumbnail, Sean? Oh, yeah. Let's do a thumbnail. Who can do the thumbnail? Okay. Hold on. I've got to get I can... my hair in focus here. Let me see if I can do it. I think it's Control Shift 4. Let me see if that works. Or is it 3? Control Shift 3. Okay. Cheese. Let me try. Uh, is it Shift? Oh shoot, control command for cheese. That ain't it. Well, what is it? I don't even how how do you do this thumbnail? <laughs> command shift four. Command shift four. All shift. right, cheeseburger. Cheese. I hope that works. If not, oh well. <laughs> we tried. Come on, oh, shift. If not, you I, could do I see what it is. I see what it is. See what it is. All right, everybody, thumbs. Command shift three. I got it. Everybody cheese. And that was it. I did it. I know how to do it now. Command shift Ooh, four man. gives you gives you the plus. And then you highlight what you want to take a picture of. Then when you let it go, it takes the picture. So I got it now. Uh, See, you don't need me anymore, man. You know all the secrets now. No, I, I still <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't have me do the thumbnail. That'd be really scary. Well, you know, at, at any time while we're playing the video, I can take a screenshot. It's really no big deal. You did good, Sean. You did good. I try my best. It'd be cool to see Linda take a screenshot because <laughs> you, know, you know how she does it? You know how she does it, Jim? She takes her phone. She, yeah, there you go. She, she, be like, this, okay, she I think really takes a screenshot. She really takes a screenshot. It's really awesome. That's why, yeah, I, I used to do that back some, in the day, didn't I? Yeah, yeah but, but you, you post it up every once in a while. It's like, look at this from two years ago. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. So, I mean, it is really cool. Oh, yeah. I, I've got all those. I sleep all those. Not as cool as Victor's hair, though, but it's cool. <laughs> no, no, I know. Exactly. Awesome. So any other questions from anybody in on the panel or any other questions in the Super Chat that we may have missed? And if not, no questions, but it's been a pleasure, Victor. Yep, same here. Absolutely, Victor. It's been really, really super fun. I've really enjoyed this tonight. Um, it's a Monday night. I could have been out flying, but I'd rather be here with you guys. I mean, seriously, if you could go fly or be here, what would you do? Don't tell me if it's any other thing than be here, okay? Just say, hey, it's here. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you again. I uh, really appreciate you guys. Uh, my name is Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. You can find me at ppggrandpa.com or iflyparamotors.com. Uh, I'm available from sunup to sundown seven days a week to talk about paramotors. So just call or text me anytime that you want to. My number is 501-747-3558. How many people actually put their number out there? You'd be surprised at how many people don't call and don't text. I'm an old grandpa. Who wants to call or text me, right? 
unless it's paramotors and I get a lot of those. Um, Jim, once again, thank you so much for printing out our decals and our stickers and calendar. Um, since you're the official sponsor of the show, tell us a little bit about your company and how we can get up with your stickers and decal company. If you, I've got a printing company and I can do pretty much anything. We've got a DIY site that is, you can reach through carepp.com and you can design and set up your own print jobs and have them printed and shipped directly to you. And uh, I can print virtually anything. And if it's a custom job and it's not on there, just connect with me and you can connect with me through that website as well. And I'll help you out. Good deal. Started. I hear that you cannot print money though. Is that correct? Well, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> not supposed to. I like that answer, buddy. I like that answer. Um, good deal. Well, Jim, thank you so much for helping us out with the calendars and stickers and everything that you do for the show and for everybody else uh, in the community and even out of the community. So definitely appreciate you and your maple syrup smelling money. Thank you. All right. And uh, uh, Joshua Marsh actually made it here. Joshua Marsh, PPG, what's up, buddy? I'm glad that you made it here tonight. Did you get to fly or anything? Oh, I passed out. I had a rough day with the kids yesterday and ended up getting whiplash. So I stayed that's, asleep this afternoon. That's pretty rough. Are your kids whipping you around that much or what? Yeah. Uh, water slide at 35 years old does not mix anymore water slides okay that's all you had to say and now i know you're an old man not, not as old as me not as old as me but water slides don't go to no, a trampoline park no slip and slide for me either i know exactly that'd be me i wouldn't be able to move for a week well, if you got a slip and slide oh i slip God. inside and my shorts gonna end up way down here and i'm gonna be way over there i'm gonna be like oh crap <laughs> this was a horrible thought <laughs> Well, it's good that you made it here, Josh. You can come here anytime and uh, hang out with us for sure. Any, any any good videos, Josh? I got one coming out as soon as I get it finished. Uh, my first motor out last week. So. How do oh, we, I thought he how was we, asking about your slip and slide. How, how do we find your your uh, your video, Josh? Uh, Joshua Morris PPG on YouTube. Gotcha. Can't wait to see that. That's awesome. We also got our ParamomUSA.com, our very own Linda Anderson. <laughs> If you want to be on the show, get up with Linda by going over to ParamomUSA.com. It forwards over to her Facebook page. Just PM her and say, yo, I want to be on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, ClearPropTV.com and Paratalk.org. Tell us a little bit about uh, your your flying experience and what we should do on Thursdays. Oh, my goodness. I have I had so much fun tonight. I just say thank you so much, Victor. You're so full of knowledge and everything. And. It's just I, I love I love hanging out with you guys on Monday and my chatters of course and everything. But um I like I said, Memorial Weekend, I went on my first tandem with I always get out, I have to say it right here, Northern Light Ceremony. And with Eric Lear, uh was my pilot and Jade Lear, she helped me um get me all set up and uh I tell you what, it's an experience I'll never forget. And I'm ready to do it again. Because uh, I never thought I'd do it. But then in my head, I'm like, it only made sense, right? 
I hang with you guys every week. I hang with all the paramotors and the paragliders and my son paraglides. And you can catch my son on Thursday night on paraglidingtalk.com with Robert Michael. He's my son and he's the host with the most. So y'all gotta check in on Thursdays. You never know what guest is gonna show up and all that good stuff. Absolutely. He has the number one show on Thursday nights on paramotoring and paragliding. However, on Monday nights, we have the number one show about paramotors. Yes. And that's, I got my name Paramount because you are the Robert flies, paraglides, paraglides. And so I'm like the PR of this show and I'm the PR of of Robert's show. So, you know, I'm very busy. What would we do without you? Well, very, <laughs> very happy that you're here. Thank you so much for helping Thank us out and, and booking so many people on the show. Matter of fact, we're booked out to September, October now. Yep. And it's September. Yeah, we're good. And then October, we're pretty much booked up, except for, I think, um, Halloween night. So, wow. Let's see who if you want to be on the show, get up with Linda. By going to paramomusa.com, it, you might be booked in December. Who knows? And who knows? January will be on our fourth season. This is insane. I love it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. That goes so fast. It does. Hey, like Will Fly, are you, are you around like Skinny Chef and other folks? And if you are, you got the spotlight. Say hello to everybody. What's up? How's it going, guys? Get ready for Bird Fly. Sorry, I, I got too much of a tan. I'm disappearing. <laughs> yeah, we're here with Mark McElroy and Smart Car Brian. Never trust a skinny chef, Shane and Jason Russell Smith. Jason Russell Smith. So, um, hey, again, Victor, That's man, it was a pleasure. What a great show. So, Mark's with you guys, too? He is. That's so Mark, fun. Mark. Mark, Mark That's as an old man, is already in bed. Oh, yeah, good lord. <laughs> so, Will, so Will Fly stays up late, but he uh, sleeps in really late, right? Will, you yeah. won't be up until about noon tomorrow? Yeah, but no, I don't think these guys will let me sleep, <laughs> sleep in that nope. late. We're flying over the house multiple times. <laughs> so. yeah. All right. That's how well, it works. You don't go to a flying to get any rest. That is for sure. Will, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I know that you weren't um, able to do much other than hang with us, which is all I care about. Just hanging out with your BFFs. Actually, it's BFPPG. I don't know. It's too many words, too many letters. <laughs> but uh, glad that you're able to he- be here. You guys uh, have a safe time over at Purdens, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Right on. All right, buddy. And uh, did we we got everybody. Sean Lee, we didn't say hello to Sean Lee real quick. So, Sean Lee, what's up, buddy? Um, glad that you made it tonight. Um, you been flying lately? I uh, flew yesterday with a bunch of Louisiana guys over uh, in Spring Hill or near Spring Hill, Louisiana. I'm in Texas, and uh, Ogie and I went over there and hung out with those guys. And we did some uh, Red River sandbar flying and nice. bridge and had a good time and ogie is josh right ogie is uh robert uh muse i mean robert right yeah yeah mm-hmm. 
Jeez. Yeah, and Travis Dupont was over there. Bill Herman. Oh, cool. Was there. Um, uh, Travis's wife Susan was there. Uh, Brad Garvey was there. Uh, uh, a new guy I just met. Greg uh, Jones was there. Um, and me and my wife. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you're able to hang with us tonight and you had a couple of uh, hand raises and questions. So you kept the, the chat going and, and everything flowing. So I definitely appreciate you, buddy. Well, just keep uh, interviewing cool people. Absolutely. Just like Victor Drumba, the, the coolest hair guy I think I've ever seen. It's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Victor, man, it was definitely a pleasure, buddy. I'm so glad that you're able to hang with us tonight and and show us your hairdo. Now I'm gonna now I got something to shoot for. It's this hair that's really curly. I love it. Take your hat off. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Really fun. Yeah, it was really nice talking to you, and hopefully we'll get to meet up sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let's hit those fly-ins to meet each other sometime. Absolutely. And you said your next flying this year is when, Victor? Oh, it's uh, 17, 18 September. It starts. It's that wingman challenge. It counts as a flying. It's going it to be does. a lot of people. It does. I might have to check that out. Um, anything after that as far as uh, other flyings, or is that all you're shooting for this year? No, whatever shows up. And I'm going to be close enough to the area. Yeah. I hope to get a lot of action the rest of the year after that i'm not stopping i just i feel i just it's two years and i feel i just got started absolutely i feel the same way it's like i i can't imagine what this what life is going to be like one year from now or two years from now five ten years from now i cannot even imagine the cool things other than i know i'm going to be getting an electric paramotor next that's my next thing is electric paramotor. oh yeah Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, any words of wisdom? Anything that we want to say before we say goodbye to the world and uh, call it a night? Keep flying. That's all it, all it matters. Absolutely. Just keep flying. Thanks, Victor. Appreciate you. Be safe Every takeoff is optional. What's and that? Ending. Every takeoff is optional. Every landing is mandatory. That is true. Even with a hole in the piston head. Oh, speaking about holding the piston head, did you keep that piston head for a souvenir or trophy, Jim? I do. I don't have it personally on me at the moment, but I do have access to it. So I'll be getting it. Yes. Good deal. That's always fun to have uh, access to your oopses. <laughs> All right. Anything else in the super chat that we may have missed? or any other questions? If not, I had a blast. You guys were so fun to hang around. Will, uh, thank you so much. I always appreciate you. You guys have fun in your flying. Good to see Skinny Chef Shane in the background. Say hi to McElroy for me and everybody else. Uh, Sean Lee is back here again. He's on the panel, uh, been a guest. Glad that you're back here and hang with us. Paramom USA, our Linda Anderson. She's our PR girl and our Palm, Palm cheerleader. If you want to get up with us and be on the show, just get up with ParamomUSA.com. Our very own Linda Anderson. Give her a call. Let me let me give you everyone her phone number real quick. <laughs> no? No? Okay. We will do that. 
All right. Well, thank you, Linda, for everything. We definitely appreciate you. Joshua Marsh, good to see you again, buddy. Glad that you're hanging with us and having a good time. Jim from Canada A with your maple syrup smelling money. Me, Sean Simons, the PPG grandpa, and of course, Victor Dramba, our guest tonight. It was absolutely amazing. Had so much fun. And thank you again, Victor, for being on the show. We definitely appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. Y'all have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Is there going to be a show tomorrow, Shane, from uh, from Perdens? You guys are on mute. Tomorrow night at Perdens. Well, we're going to do our best, right, Shane? It's not going to be at Perdens. We're going to be at the family farm. Hey, at the family farm uh, tomorrow night where, where we're at now. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll have some uh, quick clips or something, but... Show tomorrow night. Yep, 8 o'clock. Show time. tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Go to ppgshane.com. They'll forward over to Shane's YouTube channel, and you'll be able to see the live show there at 8 o'clock. And that's 8 o'clock uh, uh, Eastern and 7 Central, yes? Yes. Sweet. All right. Then Wednesday, we have an all-girls show, paramotorgirl.com. And then, of course, on Thursday, we got another show. Paragliding Talk. Dot com. Dot com. All right. You all have a wonderful evening and thanks again, guys. Thank you. See you tomorrow on pbgshane.com. Good night, y'all. Hey.